welcome to episode 14 of Who Asked You, a podcast where we give you our completely unsolicited reviews on whatever we are currently into. I'm Addie. And I'm Stig. And today we're going to talk about the novel The Herd by Emily Edwards. Yes, Emily Edwards. Uh, I think on, I mean, from my point of view, it's very mild spoilers today. I literally haven't spoken about anything except the topic. Yeah, I kind of want people to go and read this book after listening to this podcast instead of like read it and then listen to the podcast. Yeah. So I don't want to ruin it. And like, it is a great experience to read it for the first time. Like, yeah. Yeah. So and, and so I won't spoil. I think for that reason, it, this is the kind of podcast that you would listen to if you wanted to read the book but weren't really sure if it was your thing. Yeah. We'd never even heard of it. Yeah. But listen to our podcast. So, yeah, go read the book. Yeah. So Hopefully you will want to read the book after this. The Herd, like Steg said, by Emily Edwards. Do you want to read the little blurb I wrote? And it, The Herd is spelled H-E-R-D, as in herd immunity. So, about it's about two women, or two mums, Elizabeth and Bryony, who are polar opposites. Uh, so... One is very proper and the other is a bit of a hippie, I would say. How yeah. would you put that? Yeah, yeah that's One's about very organized. Accurate. One's very much a, a businesswoman and the other one's very much not. Really disorganized, always loses their keys, etc. Um, but, <clears throat> but who they have an unlikely and extremely close friendship despite this. They're godmothers to each other's kids and both believe in prioritizing the health and well-being of their kids. One of the women holds a secret from the other that ends up having a catastrophic consequence or catastrophic consequences that forever alters their families. Yeah. Well, so I didn't actually go much see. into much topical. Okay. We're we gonna- can talk about that in our top five a little bit, but um, that's basically a, a summarized blurb of what okay. is on the back of the book. Yep. It doesn't mention anything about the topic in the book. Excuse the baby in the background. It's a family related book so you're gonna hear some babies in the background um i want to i want to kind of talk a little bit about what the secret is before we delve into it otherwise maybe our top fives won't make sense no okay that's fine so the secret is one family is pro-vax vaccinations for a very legitimate reason and the other family is anti-vaccination for a very legitimate reason yep full stop that's as spoilery, I guess, as we'll get. Yeah. You may hear a child playing in the background. <laughs> Please ignore. Yeah. Okay, so shall we go into what we rated it? Sure. What did you rate it? I rated it four out of five measles vaccinations. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I gave it 4.7 out of five needles. Needles. Okay, cool. And I went to spell vaccinations with an X, and I'm like, what is wrong with you? Anyway, it's ruined spelling. Cool. All right, so what's your number five? My number five are the characters and their stories are so realistic. Like, I cared about the characters and I cared about their families. And I related to each of them. Yeah, awesome. Quite a lot. Like, I could see bits of myself in both of the main characters despite how completely different they are. Yeah. And I also could see bits of, like, other people that I know in each of the characters. So it was really easy for me to kind of delve into and get into this story. (laughs) That's exactly my number five. That's oh, like, really? If, if ever I giggle, it, like when you say something, it's like, I'm like, oh my God, I have the exact same thing. <laughs> so my number five is characters that you care about. Um, yeah, and I, I not like you said, not too personally like feel like I connect with them as in like I don't see myself in them, but definitely people that I know. That's exactly what I wrote. Yeah. So 
<laughs> You're having fun over there, mate. And, like, but I can definitely relate to the um, descriptions of the love that they have for their kids. Yeah. I re- that was really written well. I think if I'd read this book before having children, mm. well, a child, I would have um, yeah. rated it quite differently and I'd probably I probably so wouldn't too. have liked it as much. I don't know. I think anyone that loves, like, it, even having pets, you feel that same, like... I wouldn't have understood it as much. Oh, I don't know. See, having dogs or cats, I think, you know, people who have a go at others for likening having a pet to a child, I think that's unfair because I think having a, a pet, you love them just the same. Well, yeah. like you think you do, you know, when, if, if, even if you don't have kids. So I think I would have been able to understand it because, like, you have that protective love for your pets as well yeah. as your child. Oh, my gosh. He's, except that, that love I'm feeling right now is a little bit... <laughs> <laughs> It's like quiet child. Um, yeah, the, like that that fear drives a lot of the things that you do as a parent. Like yeah. it's always fear and love, right? Yeah. No matter what parents do, it's always driven by fear or love. Fear and love, which are kind of the same. Yeah. Mm. And that that burning desire to just protect your kids. Yeah. Yeah. And that even if that looks differently, do you want to name names of who they remind you of? Maybe not. Maybe I shouldn't. No, no. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, what was your number four? Uh, my number four are the character arcs. I think Ooh, she nice. made really beautiful character arcs. All of them, yeah, even good. the children, went through really drastic changes because of the upheaval and emotional turmoil that they were all faced with. Mm-hmm. And so it was. It, I guess it was impossible for them to not be changed by all of the events that happened. But I think um, Emily Edwards wrote really good character arcs. And by the end of the book, everybody was was changed by the events in the way some for that's a, true in a good way and some in a not so good way interesting yeah that's a really good that's a really good point yeah. didn't write that um my number four was it was relatable so very sort of similar i thought it was different enough to my number five it was relatable so the situation was relatable mm. uh the fear the feeling that if you just had to, uh, enough information like you know i think as women we like to research everything you know, it's like if I can just get enough information, then I can make the right choice. But maybe there is no right choice. And sometimes the more you know about a subject, the more you feel you don't know, which is very true. Yeah. The people that know the most feel like they know the least. Yeah. Which is correct. And the people that know the least are the ones who are the loudest. Yeah. The ones the who know the say. least feel like they know the most. So, but yeah, you just want to find all the information. And sometimes you go down one rabbit hole instead of the other. Yeah. And I think Emily Edwards did a good job of showing both sides. But anyway, you want, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is that it's both thought and discussion provoking. Mm, nice. It's um, I, I actually read this. This wasn't my own words, but it's very a very book club type of book. Do you reckon? I I think <sighs> it is because the whole point of a book club book is to get people talking and, and <laughs> it might get people fighting. <laughs> yeah. Instead of making friends, it might make a little bit. It might be too topical it's like maybe it's one of those things now you know that grandmother always said you don't talk about is it money or religion religion or politics or something at the dining table and I feel like vaccinations now is one of those other things that you just I don't want to know what my friends positions are because you don't want to judge them don't want to judge them and I don't want to get into that debate yeah because they're not going to change my mind and I'm not going to change theirs yeah so why is that hurt the relationship well I it's it yeah like it's a book that i would recommend to anyone because it reaches anyone from any stance yeah it's relevant and it is political but 
it doesn't matter what side of the fence you're on, you will be able to relate to this book. It would be good to discuss this with a bunch of open-minded people. And I'm sure, like, you people tend to find like-minded people, don't they? I would love to discuss this in a book club Mm. with the similar thinking people, like, people that are very open-minded and would look at both sides. Yeah. Yeah. And be open to both sides. Cool. What are we up to, number three? You're number three. Number three, I put the topic of vaccinations was very topical and it was written in 2019. As in like relevant to now? Yeah. Even though when it was written, it kind of, it it was before the the COVID outbreak really. Yeah. Because that happened in 2020. It was written in 2019. So like, well done her for timing that right, you Mm. know. I actually listened to a podcast where this chick was yelling at her for being a coward for not talking about COVID. She's oh. like, it was written in 2019. Why not just make it about COVID? I'm like, that was before it all happened. Yeah. Did she forget? <laughs> Did she forget that, like... It's called COVID-19. Yeah. And I like how all the perspectives are given. But uh, let's move on to your, your number three. My, no, your number no, two. No, my number two, Steph. Pay attention. Uh, I like that this book takes a very non-biased approach to the topic. It does not try to sway the reader one way or the other, but it tells both sides of the story and as if they were both the author's side of the story. Like, as if she'd lived both sides almost. Right. Yeah. Um, But having said this, she still managed to shine a light on the complete idiocy of some of the pro and con arguments that people make. Both sides, yeah. And, and like, how these arguments should have no place in any decision-making process when it comes to vaccinating yourself or your family. Yep. Like, she had the main characters and their legitimate arguments and then these side characters who just had these complete, excuse my language, but bullshit arguments for either vaccinating or not vaccinating their children. Not all of the side characters have bullshit arguments. Well, not all of them, but a lot of them. Yeah. That's yeah. true. <laughs> um, your number two, Steph? All right. Um... So my number two is that it was thought for thought provoking and belief challenging. I found Similar myself to my number three. Yeah. So I, I did find myself like questioning my own beliefs a little bit, you know, like it, which was is good to do always yeah. because if you don't, if you're not questioning them and don't end up where you first began, then you shouldn't have started with that belief in the first place. Did that make sense? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Like, like now I feel very happy with my belief because I've questioned it. Yeah. There's a a really good saying, um, something about like you, if you can't, if you don't look at both sides of an argument, how dare you take that stance? Like, you know what I mean? Um, like you're not actually being critical if you're not looking at both sides of your argument. (laughs) He keeps kicking the paper. (laughs) Yeah. You love kicky legs. Kick, kick, kick. Your turn. Um, well that's, I guess it's kind of similar to my number one. I had that um, this book had me sympathising with and rooting for the family who take the opposite view to myself. Yeah. And and even more so than the ones, the family who share my view. And that's why I rated this book so highly mm. because it's really not easy to sway me. No, it's not. And especially in matters such as this, I'm very passionate about vaccines and the vaccine debate. And the fact that the author was able to make me take a step back and go, hey... This isn't a black and white topic. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. So that's the, that's, I think that's really, really special that she was able to do that. Yep. I like when people I encounter, they make me think about something the way that I haven't thought about it before. Same. Same. Yeah, like you said, challenging my own beliefs. beliefs yeah. yeah. So I get, like I said, that was similar to yours. 
Well, my number one is the pace of the writing and the structure of the novel. So that's yeah, completely that was very different. Yeah. Interesting, yeah, it was paced really well, and so there were a lot of flash forwards. <laughs> Excuse the baby, which uh, I won't tell you about. But you, you know that something is coming throughout the whole thing, and it takes a little bit of time to get to the crux of it, the main plot. Yeah. But um, but the whole thing is very entertaining the whole time. Like the pace is very good. Yeah, it doesn't stay in one place for too long. But um, but I like the style of writing too. Yeah. Like it, she's very good at setting a scene. Like. There are times, family times where, you know, their the neighbours hanging out in their backyard drinking wine on a summer's day and, like, I can oh. just picture that. Yeah. 100%. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's like I'm there and I really want to wine now, you know. <laughs> yeah, I I had my note where the, um, where, I, like, I, I really liked how she flashed forward in the book to all these side characters and how they were either on one side of the fence or the other and they were telling their own perspective um, in the case of the main characters. Mm. And they were mostly really unlikable. Oh, not all of them. But, yeah, they were definitely very relevant to the topic, each person. The one that stuck out the most for me was that lady sitting on a park bench and she was just plain Jane during the day and no one would ever notice her. And then yep. she comes out and she's like cyber bully. Troll. She's troll. a troll. She's a cyber and, troll. And, you know, posts just really topical, really... Um, Awful, awful things. Disgusting, controversial things on social media and and gains power. Yeah, makes know, her, it, may, it makes her feel makes big her feel and, and like someone who's, you know, anyway. And you're like, yeah, that's probably who those trolls are. Because you see posts like that all the time and you're like, oh, my God, how can anyone take that stance? And it probably is just a troll saying that to get people to bite. And to, yeah, make them feel like, oh, yeah, I've got power over people's emotions. Yeah, I yeah. guess so. Um, cool. My noteworthy is it's very – people likened it a lot – to a lot of Jodie Picoult books. Okay. Have you read much of Jodie Picoult? I haven't. Like, I feel like I have. It's one of those books I'm like, oh, I've, I've read that. No, I haven't. Um, like My Sister's Keeper and oh, I can't remember others, but how she, you know, takes a, a topic, especially like very, um, what's the word, like ethical moral dilemmas and mm. writes both sides of things. Yeah. Yeah. So they likened it to her. Like, I think this is one of her first novels. So she's only going to get better. <laughs> Um, trivia? Oh, did you have more noteworthy? No, that was it. What's your trivia? Uh, my trivia is that the author, Emily Edwards, she got her inspiration from the book when she was eight months pregnant with her first son. Mm-hmm. Um, she and her husband supposedly got into a bit of a debate with their doula. Doula doula! Who, doula if you don't know what a doula is, um, <laughs> yeah. Google it. Uh, who oh. was vaccine hesitant mm-hmm. about getting their child vaccinated they got into a debate with her and that she's like this would make a really good book material yeah she's like this is something that's very emotion emotional <laughs> for a mother yeah emotion yeah um was that it yeah yeah that, that was my cool. trivia what's your trivia my trivia is apparently the production rights were purchased in like a six-way auction thing and guess who got the production rights sharon horgan's production company and if you listen to our last podcast Sorry, Sharon Horgan is the voice of Dagmar, and oh. in Catastrophe, the mo- the show I told you about, Catastrophe. Yeah, she's an Irish actress. She's also in a new movie with another Irish actor. Name is is um yeah I can't remember it. It's called Together, and it's about a married couple that I think they have a kid that during COVID they have to like, isolate together, but they're 
like on the rocks. They were about to get divorced and they have to like stay together through this isolation and stuff. Right. So yeah, it's kind of funny, but also kind of drama. Anyway, that came up on my Facebook. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's clearly why. Cool. Targeting me, Facebook. Thanks. All right. Um, criticisms? I didn't have any. None? Um, I, I think- couldn't think of any. I, I tried really hard. Hmm. I I won't say mine. Why not? Read it. Maybe that might be a sort of a spoiler. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, I won't say it. Um, okay then. Well that's um the podcast. No, that's that's the herd. That's Go the read herd. it. I hope we've it's a very oh and the ending is a bit of a twist. Can I say that? Yeah. Okay. There's a bit of a twist that will make you go. <gasps> Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not like a thriller twist. Wait, yeah. wait. What will it make you do, Adrian? It will make you go... Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I knew what you were talking about. Yeah. Shoko from Disenchantment. Disenchantment, which we spoke about, was it last, last week? Last podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Well, let's do our product review for, for you. Uh, because it's a kind of a family... Parenting. Parenting kind of podcast today. We've decided to talk about nappies. Um, we have a currently almost eight and a half month old. And he. we've been through lots of different brands of nappies. But recently we tried ones that were completely organic. The brand with that we tried two organic ones. The brand name for the first one was Eco Originals, and they're I think they're a new brand in Australia. Yeah, we bought them because they were on sale at Baby Bunting because <laughs> yeah. they were brand new. And the other brand was Tushies, mm-hmm. um, which are um, you know a company created by mothers for mothers and the profits for baby Tushies. Yeah, for baby Tushies, and the profits go towards helping um, mothers oh. who are destitute and. <gasps> They're made of bamboo and biodegradable and all that kind of stuff. The Eco Original ones um, are also biodegradable, hence the, the name Eco. Um, what did you think of the... I'm going to go Eco Original. What did you think of those ones, Steph? I liked them. Um, you had a criticism, but I did not notice that thing. That I have a couple said. of criticisms. Yeah. I only gave them a 2.5. What was... Um, yeah, no, they were okay. Like, I didn't notice... Anything too bad. The Tushies, them. I'll rate them a five. Uh, not a five, a 4.5. They okay. were good. They were really good. Um, I like... Okay, so the things I like about both of these brands is that they're big. They're bigger sizes. They go high up the back, so there's less chance of, like, a blowout with the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, the Eco Original <laughs> ones didn't absorb... They didn't absorb the urine away from the baby. Oh, okay, yeah. So, like, and we put it in him on him overnight, and you know, changed his nappy, what was it, eight to ten hours later after he slept, and he was saturated. Poor dog. Because it, it went all the way through the nappy onto his clothes, so... Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't nice. Hey, monkey. Well, let me say my bit. So, I'm always the one that gets the traumatic poos, is what I call them. I guess some people call them number threes. <laughs> and I don't even... Look, I wasn't even paying attention to the nappy that was in, but I do know that one of them went all the way up his back, and it wasn't... At all. I don't even know yeah. what it was. See, the thing about the Huggies is they've got that catch barrier, yeah. but they, they don't go up as high, and he gets a plumber's crack from them. Yeah. But so, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention to what it was. I think it was blue. <laughs> if it was blue, it would have been the Tushies. Sorry, Tushies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you didn't like it going up your back, did you? No. No, he says. 
Yeah. What um, do you think? What do you rate them, Austin? Hey. Now you go quiet. <laughs> um, the eco original ones also left a cottony type fiber on his body after use, which I've read can be dangerous, and I don't really know why, particularly for boys. I'm guessing it's because it can cut off circulation or something. If it, oh, dear God. Yeah. So, he does that himself. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> of cutting off circulation, if you hear me like wincing, um. Yeah, we've got a. I'm feeding Austin at the moment. He's a nipple tweaker. He finds my other nipple and just <laughs> pinches ass. Stop! Tweak, tweak, tweak. Naughty boy. He's pinching. Anyway. anyway TMI? TMI. Sorry. Um, a bit of, like, the, uh, what were the other ones? The tushies have a really cute pattern. The eco originals are very bland and boring. I don't really care what's on them and I don't even notice what he's using. <laughs> so it's hard for me to rate them. Um... Yeah, no, if it was the tushies he was wearing, it was blue when we had the poo explosion, then I'm going to rate it like a two, but... Okay. Yeah. I really like Rascal and Friends. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Anyway, we've spoken about a lot of <laughs> nappy friends. And if you're like, I'm not a parent, I don't care. <laughs> or then good on you for listening. Yeah, well done for making it through. There's a lot of things that you probably didn't want to hear. Okay, so, question What's... of last week. So the question of last week was... If you could live in any fantasy sort of realm, what would it be? What would yours be? Mine would be... Hmm. Come back to me. Circle back. Okay. Take my order later. All right. I was I'm thinking, still looking at the menu. Um, something where there's magic and mm. something where I get to be the hero. So, okay. like, uh, the first thing that came to mind was Harry Potter, but I'm like, mm, that's kind of a little bit, you know, cliche, cliche. and boring. Mm-hmm. So then I thought about... Um, What's that show? Once Upon a Time? Mm-hmm. Uh, Storybook oh, kind of. Okay. How there's magic there and yep. there's a lot of fairy tales and we like fairy tales. And Anyway. Who would you be? Well, I would obviously want to be Emma or Regina. <laughs> Emma would be cool. And Regina's evil, so uh, that's yeah. even better. Yeah, Regina would be cool. Yeah. That's a good answer. Well, I've had a lot of answers from other people that have made me rethink my original thoughts. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, some people have said uh, Star Wars because the Force exists. Okay. Yeah. Obviously, you got a lot of Harry Potters. That that Not a lot of thought went into that one. <laughs> <laughs> boring. Like, well, what if you're a muggle? It's like boring. Like, yeah. We could live in that world. Yes, we could be right now. Yeah. Like, Dune. I was actually thinking Wheel of Time. Okay. Yeah, something like that. What about... I guess fantasy. I guess that's fantasy. What about like Simpsons? Like maybe um, in Simpsons? a universe where we can time, well, not we can travel through space. Yep. Like time leaps and. Yeah, that's cool. Like to sleep in a sea of stars or something. Yeah. Or like Star Trek. Um. Uh. I say The Simpsons because he has like it's it's a one income family and they have a massive house, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two cars. Three kids, and they seem to have loads of money, and, and then he never goes to work. At the end of the day, everything is fine. Yeah. And the so next day, it's all, you start all over again. Yeah, there you go. And they never age. And they never age. Yeah, and he stays a baby forever. Forever. Yeah. Forever. Cool. Okay, cool. What's- I did have some other answers, and now I, I can't remember them. But yeah, I, yeah anyway. What's well, next week's question? So next. It's, it's a boring question, but it's something that I would like to know. I've been asking everybody. Yep. What are you currently reading? What are you currently reading? Yep. What's your favourite genre of book? Yep. Or what did you just recently finish reading that you were like, oh yeah, that's good? 
Have you read a book this year that's really gone onto your immediately gone onto your top, or that you've told people about? You know, like one of those books. Like I've told people, a lot of people about the herd. Like I don't, know, I don't. It's not like my new favorite book or anything, but it's like, ooh, you should read that. It's interesting. Yeah, I've read a lot of. I've, I'm. I've just finished the, my nineteenth book this year, um, and I've got four more on the go. But I've got. I've read some good ones, so I'm looking forward to. Austin's yeah. is Spot. He's really into Spot right now, or anything with a flip. Flip, yeah, flip, flip the top book. Flip, flip book books. He's like really into. So we got him some spot pajamas. <laughs> well, actually, no. We, Grandy got him some spot pajamas. Yeah. Okay. I think that's as much as uh, Austin can tolerate. Yeah. So shall we close? You. It's getting harder opening? to do the podcast as he gets older, isn't it? Yes. He's so noisy. He used to be able to just lie there. And yeah. Sleep. He was just quiet. Uh huh. You gonna read the closing, Austin? All right, that was episode 14 of Who Asked You. Next episode, will we, be, we will be reviewing a game, and we haven't quite decided on yet. Um, if you like today's episode, head over to what a, uh, whatever platform you're listening to and please give us a review. Let us know what you like, what you didn't like. Um, maybe you love the sound of baby crying in the background. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> remember, we want to hear from you, so if you'd like to contact us, head over to our socials. We're on Facebook at... Who asked you cast or on Instagram at who underscore asked underscore you underscore cast or email us at who asked you cast at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you guys. Talk later. Bye. Bye bye now.